Hello, everybody. Welcome to the DMN one-on-one podcast. I'm Chris Wood, associate editor of DMN, here today with Ajit Tupil. And he was recently named Senior Vice President of Identity. Not so recently, it was back in November. And uh, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here with you. Uh, Thanks, Chris, and happy to be here as well. And uh, so this was a new title that uh, Tapad had created? That is, that is correct. I mean, this is the first time that they actually have uh, an SVP of identity, uh, which is, I think, reflective of the, the space that we play in and also the evolution that, that this particular market is having. Well, right. So marketing has kind of changed, and it seems like identity is playing a bigger role. I was wondering if you could go into that a little bit. Uh, absolutely. Um, and, and you're exactly right. I think um, as marketing has evolved and um, ROI has become a uh, important focus for all marketers and having a view and have controlling the journey of a customer across from when they start interacting with the brand um, to the point where they can drive to a conversion has become important and this continues to be um, like a difficult problem to solve given the number of devices that the consumers are using to interact uh, with these brands so uh, and over time Consumers have come to expect this kind of seamless um, interaction with these brands as well. So when you kind of combine the fact that the brands are driving for an ROI, consumers are consuming uh, content over multiple devices, and they're expecting a seamless experience, having a core identity solution that supports all of these three cases becomes extremely critical. So how, uh, what form does that take then? So if you think about um, the different devices on which they interact. Uh, if you're able to, uh, if an identity resolution um, solution is able to tell a brand the person that's interacting with your website right now is the same person that interacted with your mobile app um, the previous day and is the same person who walked into your store um, two weeks before, that becomes an extremely important um, data point for the marketer to decide what they want to do with that consumer. How do they want to communicate? How do they want to interact with them? So the way this this uh, then kind of manifests itself is in a uh, in a way being able to take these different um, data points, tie it back to kind of this the central say call it an ID that could be at a person level, that could be at a household level, which is completely which is uh, anonymized or pseudonymized to a point where you know you don't actually have that the the marketer does not need to know this is this is Chris or this is Ajit they just need to know that these different interaction points are this, this coming from this single person the same person so you don't have to tie it into um, some of these like more personal like a social security number that that is exactly right so we've um, we've stayed away from any of this um, the the PII or the personal personal identifiable information right which uh, takes it back to any kind of like a um, quote-unquote real person right uh, but what we still do is being able to resolve it back to again either an individual or a household that the marketer can then use to enable their marketing use cases so interesting you mentioned revenue as a drive as a push also uh, because I, I see that coming up a lot in the customer journey and tying that really zeroing in on on revenue but also, in order to track 
that customer, you need to know the identity. And it's coming from all these different devices to build that seamless experience, yet that means that you have even more devices. So what are, what are some of the more uh, frequent user behaviors that are cropping up that are really becoming a problem? So um, I, I would say two things. Um, one is the frequency with which people switch around devices. Um, so I was just thinking about my journey in this morning. Um, I, my backpack, I have four devices. I have a, a laptop, a phone, an iPad, and a Kindle. Uh, any single um, like journey that I take, the one hour uh, ride from home to work, I probably interact with three devices. Um, I probably interact, I, I switch between them anywhere between 15 and 20 times. So that frequency of change where, you know, where the customer is interacting with your brand and constantly changing the context in which they're, they're interacting with the brand, I think is a, is a trend that we're seeing that um, is, is going to be interesting and uh, something that uh, a smart marketer can actually take advantage of. The second one that we're seeing is around shared devices. Now, as devices kind of uh, mushroom, you're going to see more and more of these connected devices, be it uh, IoT, be it uh, connected TVs. Uh, you're going to see these uh, shared devices that multiple people within the household share. And how do marketers now resolve that back and kind of communicate now, not necessarily in some cases at the individual level, but how do you kind of layer it up to a household level and interact with uh, the household, I think uh, becomes an important trend as well. Are there any ideas about, especially you mentioned con connected TV, how uh, to distinguish the viewers? Yeah, so I think um, connected TV is, I I'd like to say, kind of in very early stages of its sure. evolution. Um, the 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 good part of this is the fact that you know now that you actually you're taking an industry that is extremely antiquated and you're bringing it into the modern world and making it much more addressable for the modern marketer um, if you take that into consideration being able to associate any kind of um, information that you have around the household, um, be it from their interaction with um, on mobile devices or be it from interaction with laptops. So, for example, it could be that you know I'm in market for a car. Um, I've been surfing on Toyota's website. I've, I've been surfing on uh, Honda's website. Now, if I can then like Toyota can then say, hey, it's uh, we know that this per somebody in this household is in the market for a Toyota. I want to be able to, you know, when, when I'm putting my media budget into TV, I want to be able to show this household ads around uh, uh, my latest offering, my latest Camry. They can do that now. Um, and to be able to take the data from my interaction on their website to the point where they can now uh, essentially give me a very relevant advertisement uh, on my TV is is one way that uh, any of these auto, auto manufacturers can take advantage of. So, and I'm using auto manufacturers purely in an illustrative purpose. Sure, yeah. This could be anybody. I mean, it could be QSR, it could be like Burger King, it could be McDonald's, it could be retail chains, it could be Target, Walmart, any one of these. Uh, it could be AT&T, for example. So all of them 
all these brands which have a fairly large footprint online where people do interact with the brand online as well as then um, do spend heavily on uh, TV advertising can take advantage of this. You know, I, I mean, and also with the household, you have, um, with, with a car maybe, it might be more of a household choice to make. So you may want to reach the people who are in that household. Th that's exactly right. I think, um, it, and you're going to see this a lot uh, in, across things like, I mean, I mentioned AT&T and Verizon. Family plans and stuff are also kind of like a, it's a family decision. Um, this uh, it could be around uh, automotive, which is a household decision. It could be about appliances that are a household decision. So I think in a lot of these scenarios, you are going to have opportunity where the in over those shared devices, where the decision making needs to happen at a household level, you can uh, do it like in a much better way. Just thinking of another use case, so what would be a really individual personal decision? Maybe a book or something where maybe. Amazon would want to, I mean, it would make sense, just communicate to you on your Kindle or on your more personalized device. That, that's right. So if you can think of like uh, some, some of these personal things, it could be like hair care products, for example. Uh, toothpaste. That, toothpaste could be like one, uh, though in my household, toothpaste is <laughs> a household shared. decision. Yeah. But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, like, uh, yeah, but to, to your uh, example, right, a book is something that's very personal. So those, in those particular cases, you, the, the advertiser can then choose to kind of advertise in a more targeted way, um, and rather than kind of have like a, like a more widespread, uh, like a household-based approach. Um, you know, so much talk about the smart home and other devices in the household. Is there a lot of data coming from there that you're factoring in, or is it more about screens? It is, um, I would say, from a smart home perspective, um, if I said we were in early stages in uh, on the TV side, TV, yeah. I would say that we are, you know, I would not say we are probably in the renaissance period in, mm -hmm. in terms of smart home. We're speaking in the Da Vinci room. That's, just just that, that's let our right. listeners know. Uh, uh, and uh, so we are, I mean, so to put that in perspective, then, are we seeing um, trends that show that data is coming in from that? Absolutely. Are we seeing that those data come in huge volume? Not yet. But we do expect that, that to continue to grow, that trend to keep up. And we have clients now coming to us and talking about, hey, um, I have a, in terms of being able to target on a smart home device where, you know, again, where I want to move data from one um, ID space to another, can you help us do it? Um, if I would like to have a, a voice ad show up in, in a, say, an Amazon um, Echo device or a Google Home device, is this something that you can help me with? Especially as consumers start consuming uh, content over these devices, right? I mean, I, be it over, um, like, audio services uh, or through podcasts and what uh, whatever they choose to do do so I mean that that becomes a trend that we see uh, we think is going to grow uh, and we are going to see like more of these coming in and then uh, you know a, a screen versus um, voice voice maybe we're also kind of in the Renaissance phase that's right for that um, voice has been uh, Voice has continued to kind of evolve, right? Uh, at a time where I think um, 
I think people, uh, I'd say like four or five years back, where had they written off things like podcast. I think podcast is seeing its own kind of uh, resurgence. Um, and I'm glad to hear that, by yeah. the way, on one-on-one -on -one here. I, I hope you're seeing that like I, outside of like uh, me saying it as well. That's why we're doing it, yeah. Uh, so this, this is, uh, that resurgence in podcast uh, is just an example, right? I mean, if you think about it, when um, one, of, most of these, these smart home devices are like uh, where your interaction becomes a, it's no longer like a UI based interaction, it's more kind of audio interaction that you're having with these devices, makes it easier to kind of communicate and then you're also consuming content there, be it you know, you're asking for weather or you're talking about playing your latest uh, playlist. Again, becomes a good channel for marketers to reach uh, individuals. Once you have that as a channel, for them to be able to do it smartly becomes the next task. And their identity again comes in as an important uh, underlying capability that we can offer these uh, marketers. So just from what you've seen with, with this new role that, role that you've taken on, do you see um, other uh, you know, companies in the space having an in-house identity person like you see the director of revenue or the chief revenue officer? Um, I, I think um, I'd like, we've, we've been pioneers in the identity space. Um, mm -hmm. I think in some of these cases, we continue to kind of lead uh, the industry. So I would like to think that, you know, we are one of the first few companies that actually has the SVP of an identity ahead of an identity role. Uh, but having said that, I would love to see more companies kind of adopt this, uh, this approach where they do have, they do realize the need for identity, where they do realize that the importance of having a person who has that expertise, uh, and uh, if nothing, to kind of like build out that cohort of uh, uh, subject matter experts in being able to um, have that smart conversation, be it with uh, with your marketing team or be it with uh, external vendors as well. Um, so I'd love to see that trend growing. Um, at, at this point, I'm not seeing it grow fast enough, uh, or, or at least uh, as fast as I'd like it to be. <laughs> right, right, sure, of course. Um, do you see it coming more out of the IT side, or is it is it like a marketing? I, I would I would think that this is much more on the uh, marketing side. I think, uh, but there are going to be cases where it's more on the IT side when it comes into other categories of identity, which, okay. which might be around. Uh, like a single sign-on, uh, where you can enable uh, people to have like a single sign-on uh, offering across multiple devices and things like that. For solutions such as those, I see the uh, person coming in from the IT world, but for all the other kind of uh, use cases that we've just been discussing, sure. I do think that this the, the person needs to have very much of a uh, be of a business mindset. I mean, we were talking a lot about kind of like consumer uh, use cases. Um, how about in the B2B space where there are that many more buyers in the process? It would seem like identity would be even more important there. So in the B2B process, I think there are certain nuances that differentiates from the B2C uh, case where, you know, the the ability to kind of target in a, in a wider setting becomes important. Um, so it's no longer kind of like having that being able to find that one person within the company who's who's in charge of buying the the hundred million dollars of routers, 
but you're trying to say, okay, yeah, hey, uh, can I find like everybody who's kind of responsible for like uh, in this space, and then you get them in one room, the, or, or, then, or yeah, or like look at it like a single office or a single floor. So at that point, it's almost like a you're not looking at a connected TV as a shared device in the household. I'm looking at the 50 uh, laptops in that uh, that floor as a shared device, and I'd like to make sure that I can uh, so. There are certain nuances on how you approach that problem, which is different from the B2C problem, uh, problem uh, which in itself is a challenge and exciting uh, problem to solve. Uh, and you also, in our earlier conversation, said that your informal title is head of problem solving. So I'd like to ask you, what is like the one big problem on your plate right now that you're trying to solve? So one of the things that we're hearing more about is this kind of um, scalable customizability where the if I look at um, 50 of my clients I probably have 30 different asks coming from them in terms of how to solve their problem the, the output is not a single one-size-fits-for-all to be able to do that at scale do it um, in uh, fairly quick fashion to offer that kind of um, stability in the solution I think that's that's the one trend that I'm seeing about having these customers come in and ask for something that is slightly different from the person before or the person after and being able to offer it to them in a very uh, quick fashion um, that I think is is the is the single biggest problem that I am seeing right now that I'd like, if I had a magic wand, I'd like to solve immediately. And it'll be an ongoing thing to keep checking in on. That's, that's yeah. right. They yeah. Are. Great to have you on, Ajit. Thank you very much for having uh, some time to discuss this. Thank you, Chris. And uh, again, this is the DMN one-on-one podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and find more content on dmnews.com.